ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Holy, 
for what he wants to use us for. Hallelujah. Rebrew, my dear. 
devil of God in our midst, bringing us the word of God. If you can stand your feet wherever you are, I want you to stand your feet. I want you to do a hand clap and a loud shout if you can manage. Join me and let's welcome from this pulpit the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh God, come on, welcome the devil of God. Lift your hands. Ask the Holy Spirit to come into your life. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come into my life. Yes. Feel me. Take over my life. Anything you want to do, do it with my life. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Bless you for tonight. We thank you again. name we pray. Amen. 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 You may please be seated with joy wherever you are. Want to bless God for our wonderful choir. Clap your hands for them, the angels, and our soloists who have blessed us powerfully tonight. Clap for them. And let's also appreciate our instrumentalists in the house. Amazing guys. Now we are hiring ladies to be instrumentalists. So if you, have, if you sense a call to play instruments, come around and then be, we want drummers, keyboardists, bass guitarists. Perhaps when the ladies come, some will also get beloveds. <laughs> but tonight we are very privileged and I am very blessed to 
be here tonight ministering. Bishop Kobe blessed us powerfully last week. Clap your hands from Faith Secrets. Yes, clap your hands for him. And uh, today I hope I can also take you to the same level by the grace of God. Amen. <laughs> because seniors are always seniors. If you remember, I began to share with you from this book, Everything by Prayer. Do you remember? Everything by Prayer. Nothing without prayer. And I, I remember saying to you that after going through the salvation bits. We went through how you can be born again and avoid hell and went through some teachings about salvation, how to be born again, what your salvation means to you. And uh, I want to particularly thank our prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, for these amazing blessings, these books we can't have enough of. They are rich, they are prophetic, they are insightful and they are necessary for the foundation laying in the life of any and every believer. And uh, after being saved, I just felt the Lord wanted me to teach on prayer. Because when you enter into a relationship with someone, it's very important that you you, you maintain the caliber of the relationship through communication. Yes, communication is a very important pillar in any relationship. In fact, it is the relationship. Yes, the, the relationship is as strong as the communication that exists between the two parties. So, a new believer, a new born again Christian ought to know how to pray and I, I, I believe very strongly that it's, it's, it's necessary to, be, to have these teachings and I remember teaching from how to pray for the will of God very important which is to me the best prayer you can pray and uh, within this will of God is one powerful will of God for our lives and that will is that we will know through prayer the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit many Christians have not understood that their Christian experience is empty without the Holy Spirit in fact you can hardly talk about Christianity without the Holy Spirit Many Christians don't have the Holy Spirit. Don't know about the Holy Spirit. Don't yearn for Him because they don't know about Him. And because of the above, they are leading bankrupt spiritual lives. Bankrupt spiritual lives. All that is left of you will be 
Sunday church attendance. That's all. There will be nothing, not even one milligram of spirituality left beyond that which carries you to a church on Sunday morning sometimes. So it is very important for every believer to know about the Holy Spirit. And today I'm preaching from this book, Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. I'm talking today about how to pray for the Holy Spirit. Yes, how to pray for the Holy Spirit. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not in tune with the Holy Spirit, as I've already said, you are empty. You are bankrupt. There is nothing much to your life. I remember the other day when Paul passed through the upper coasts and came to Ephesus. He met some believers. He met some Christians in Acts chapter 19. And he asked them a question in verse 2. He said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? That is, after believing, there is another project. When somebody raises his hand and comes to know Jesus, accepts the Lord as his personal savior, says the sinner's prayer, ladies and gentlemen, there is more. Much, 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 much more. Salvation does not end after saying the sinner's prayer. Salvation doesn't end after saying the sinner's prayer. Being saved is bigger, far bigger than saying the sinner's prayer. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? So you believe in Jesus, but there is a Holy Ghost to receive. Can you believe it? I'm sure you can see it on your screen. They said, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. We believe in Jesus. I'm preaching now. We believe in Jesus. We've said the sinner's prayer. But we have not even heard that there is something. Is it an animal? Is the Holy Ghost a plant? Is it a type of car? They said, we have not even heard. That is, nobody has spoken to us about the Holy Spirit. Wow. Tonight, I'm excited that after your salvation, you are hearing about the Holy Spirit. We have not heard. And that began a series of events which dominate into they are receiving the Holy Ghost through baptism. 
Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I am very grateful to God for giving me the privilege to speak about the Holy Spirit. Salvation without the Holy Spirit is an empty journey. And in chapter 3, my pastor and my father, Bishop Dagwood Mills, teaches us how to pray for the Holy Spirit. And I love the opener. The opener. Daniel 5.11. Listen to this. Daniel 5.11. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom like the wisdom of the gods was found in this human being. Whom the king, Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father made master of the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers. There is a man in thy kingdom. There is a sister in the office. There is a young boy in the classroom. There is a man in town in whom the spirit of the holy gods in whom is the spirit. Tonight you are that man. I said tonight you are that man. You must not attempt to enter tomorrow without the Holy Spirit. If you know anybody who just got born again, better call the person to enter the service now. Send the person the link and say, there is something you must hear. Ladies and gentlemen, make up your mind to pray for the Holy Ghost. Very important. Paul asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost? So when you meet a believer, you must not be intimidated by the person's status as a believer. You also must go beyond the knowledge that he's born again and still ask him, do you have the Holy Spirit? Don't assume that the person will have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost doesn't enter our lives by osmosis. I said the Holy Ghost doesn't enter our lives by osmosis. He enters by active transport, active uptake. And that uptake is by prayer. It's by prayer. And you must decide to pray for the Holy Spirit and the seven spirits of God in Isaiah 11. The Holy Spirit will make you stand out. Today there are Christians 
in a thousand member church. You can't find them. I say in a thousand, ten thousand member church. You can't find them. Many believers are lost in the sea of church membership. But from tonight, the Holy Ghost will empower you to stand out. I said, I see you standing out. The Holy Ghost will make you stand out. You will be called up for special occasions. Oh, I don't know who I'm talking to. Whenever there is something special, they will call for you. In your church, when there's a conference, there will be something about you that will let them call for you. When there's a special program, when important people are being called on, by reason of the indwelling of the Spirit of God, you shall be called. There is a man in whom is the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. When you have the Holy Spirit, you will stand out because of the light and understanding that is in you. Anybody you know who has stood out in any endeavor of life has an understanding the next door neighbor does not have. Is it a singer? Is it a keyboardist? Is it a pastor of a church? Is it a preacher? Anyone you know in the body of Christ who has stood out, has stood out because of light and understanding. That's why in the king's court, the wife of Nebuchadnezzar said, there is a man. There is a man. Today you are that man. I said, today you are that man. I prophesy that they will call for you. Oh, I said they will call for you. In, in school, nobody called for you. In your office, nobody called for you. In your family, nobody knows you. But thank God for the empowering grace of the Holy Ghost. When he enters you, he causes light. Receive light. Belsada's wife, she didn't know about Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost. Remember, I just read from Daniel. That is in the deepest crevices of the Old Testament. There was no Holy Ghost anywhere. And this wife of a hidden king didn't know that there's something called Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. What is, but she said, no, this man is different from all the guys in town. And for, to her, it can only be the spirit of the Holy Ghost. From today, you will be described as a carrier of the spirit of God. You'll be described as a carrier of special graces. Receive it in London. Yes, I saw a brother from Italy on the, on, on the page. You are, you, are, you are receiving in Italy something I'm sending you by special angels. Receive it now in Italy, in Modena. She didn't know the Holy Ghost. But she recognized the presence of an excellent spirit. And she called the Holy Spirit the spirit of the gods. She realized that there was a level of light, understanding, and wisdom in Daniel. That could only be supernatural. We are tired of natural gifts people can see. I said, we are tired of things about you people can explain. 
that when you are singing, we know that in your family, everybody sings. When you are dancing, we know that in your family, everybody dances. When you are preaching, we know that you used to be a rapper when you were an unbeliever. But ladies and gentlemen, the Holy Ghost comes into your life and imparts a grace that cannot be explained. From today, you are receiving as a believer, as a new believer, a grace, a power, an ability. Receive it now. Something that makes you stand out. It's not good. Hello. Look at my face. Somebody is in London. Look at my face well. Can you see my face well? It's not good for you to be lost in the crowd. Those in the church, it's not good. You, if you are if you are a singer, you shouldn't be lost among singers. I mean, this evening I've had different singers singing, and each one came with his flavor. There is enough for you to also stand out. If you are a pastor, you cannot be lost in a thousand pastors. There is enough for you to get something to stand out. I am commanding someone tonight for, that you are receiving an appetite for uniqueness. I said an appetite for uniqueness. Any category you find yourself in. I don't care whether there are 10 people, 100 people, 7,000 people. 100,000 people, the same way you have a different thumbprint among 7 billion people. God has already arranged enough for you to stand alone. Receive your uniqueness. There is a man. There is a man. When people see your level of light, when people see your level of understanding, tonight, those of you in church, I'm telling you that there is enough in God to make you unique. It's not a good thing to be unrecognizable. It's not a good thing. It's not the will of God. Jesus said, you are a city set on an hill. You, he didn't say you like the, the, the body of Christ. So he was speaking to individuals. Say so you are a city set on an hill. I'm telling you that you must not die until you are standing out and being celebrated for something unique. And it comes from the Holy Ghost. It doesn't come from attending Presec. It doesn't come from attending a disco. It doesn't come from being a, a student of Gehe. It doesn't come from being a lawyer, a doctor, an engineer. Only the impartation of the Holy Ghost gives you something that places you in demand. They will call for you. The prophet said, they will call for you. I said, they will call for you. And, and that is what Belsada's wife saw. Said, no, no. There are many guys in the system. But there is a guy. There is a guy. He, 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 he has something. There's light in him. I don't know how a person can see light in a person. But whatever way light emanates, may it blow out of you. May it beam out of you. May it burst out of you. Receive light. Yes. And it comes from the Holy Spirit. He said there is light, there is understanding, and there is wisdom. No wonder he stood out. 
may you get the three blessings of light, understanding, whatever you are doing. May you have special understanding of what, what you are doing is about. If you are a singer, may you have a deeper understanding of how to hit notes than your raw voice you are disturbing the cats and dogs in your house with. Receive an anointing to stand out. Say lights. Say lights. Say wisdom. Wisdom. And understanding. And understanding. Lift your two hands and say, by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Ghost. By the Holy Ghost. By the impartation. By the impartation. Of the Holy Ghost. Of the Holy Ghost. As a believer. As a believer. I'm receiving light. I'm receiving light. I'm receiving wisdom. I'm receiving wisdom. I'm receiving understanding. I'm receiving understanding. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands for Jesus. Please be seated and let me give you things you should know about praying for the Holy Ghost. Yes, you got to pray for the Holy Ghost. Number one, you must pray for the Holy Spirit because Jesus specifically asked us to do so. And I'm asking you, wouldn't you want to obey Jesus? I mean, wouldn't you just want to obey Jesus? In Luke eleven eleven, he said, If a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Tonight, I will give you a few minutes to ask God for the Holy Spirit. Don't say, Pastor, I have the Holy Spirit. If you truly have the Holy Spirit, would know some light will burst out of you you will walk in a certain level of wisdom this is the only stand alone topic jesus taught his disciples to pray about jesus promised to send the holy spirit the comforter to help us he promised to pour out a spirit on us and yet he still asked us to pray for the Holy Spirit. I said pray for the Holy Spirit. Remember, he said, the Lord will pour his spirit on us. He said he has to go. Because if he doesn't go, the comforter will not come. So he, we were promised the Holy Spirit. Ideally, we should all be sitting by the riverside Waiting for the Holy Spirit to fall like river. Like a rain. Like rain. Because Jesus promised. But the man who promised is the same man who, who is saying that pray for the Holy Spirit. Yes. And like, like we saw two weeks ago. Once again. Even though this is the will of God. It will never happen to you until you battle for it. And tonight we are going to ask the Lord, Father, 
Give me the Holy Spirit. Pour the Holy Ghost into my life. I'm a pastor. I'm a reverend. I'm a shepherd. I'm a bishop. I've been born again for 80 years. But tonight, I feel that extra rain can fill my vessel. Tonight, I feel that another, another dose of the Spirit will move me into, into a greater light. I want you, wherever you are sitting, to stand to your feet. Begin to clap your hands and pray. And ask the Lord for the Spirit. The Spirit. How much more? How much more? How much more? Look at it right there. Look 11.13. How much more? How much more? How much more? How much more? Will your Heavenly Father freely give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Pray. Clap your hands and pray. Matasulaba. Kabalababa. New believer, pray. Old Christian, pray. Pastor, pray. Santa leader, pray. Wow. Jesus asked us to do so. Jesus specifically asked us to do so. Clap your hands and pray. Imatala Baba Sandar. Lambra Baba Zute. Lababa. Mayande. Lababa. Lamama. Imasula. Lembre. Lamama. Landala. Lababa. Ladaba. Lembreka tabababa la bababa la bababa lambrasata la bababa la pasanta la babayanda la bababa babayanda le bebe bebe lift your hands lift your hands holy spirit move me now Make my, my life whole again. Spirit, move over me. Ooh, spirit, move over me. Lift your hands and sing it again.
please be seated. Why you should know, why you should pray about the Holy Spirit and pray for the Holy Spirit. Some of you have prayed for shoes. You prayed for a job. You have fasted for a beloved. You have never prayed for the Holy Spirit. And you expect to go far with God? No. Look, the Christian life, it's not lived by good upbringing. Like your mother was a school teacher and she was very strict at home. So she brought you up. We don't bring that to the church. Your father is a pastor. And so what? What should we do about your pastor? Your father. When I was in secondary school, more than half of the weed smokers in my school were sons of priests of a certain church. Yes. Those who were jumping wall. It's not about how you were brought up. Because the Christian life is a battle. And you don't fight battles with a disco education. Because you won science and mass quiz. Since last Friday or Thursday, you have even changed how you dress. You have changed how you walk. Because your school won national science and mass quiz. My dear friend, I'm talking to you that better find the Holy Ghost. Stop fooling around. And I'm warning those sisters who fall in love easily with tall guys who have a smooth voice. Marriage is not a voice. Oh, marriage is not voice and looks. The man you must marry is a man who is full of the Holy Spirit. Full. When he talks to you in a way which is not nice, the Holy Spirit will convict him. If apart from you, he sees a girl's legs and begins to lick his lips, wow, then the Holy Ghost, hey, stop it. You are marrying a man full of English. English. He will use it to chase girls. That's why Jesus told us to ask. And that's why when Paul, in fact, the word in Acts 19 that is used to describe these believers was disciples. Disciples. But Paul was not moved that they were disciples. He said, I don't care if you are disciples. Do you have the Holy Spirit? And tonight, I might just add that I also don't care whether you are a pastor, whether you are a bishop, whether you are a reverend, whether you are a center, what? Do you have the Holy Spirit? Number two. You must pray for the Holy Spirit because you are a human being clothed with weakness and sin. Your clothes look like, like what I'm wearing tonight. That's just a physical whatever. Human beings, what we are wearing, it's not skirt and blouse. It's not kaftan. It's not shirt and trousers. 
what we are wearing, we are clothed with weaknesses and sin. That's what Christ said. The verse I just read. Luke eleven thirteen. I just read it. He was, he was looking for a synonym for a human being. He couldn't find any word. The word he found is here. Evil. He said, ideally should have said, if ye then, being human, know how to give good gifts to your children. But you wanted to find a synonym for human. What word did he find? Evil. Because at the base, as I, at the base of our pride, at the base of our human glory, at the base of our handsomeness, as, at, at the base of our dignity, is demon possession and devil behavior. And those who are very good are a- able to mask the evil with sweet words. Those who are very suave are able to mask the evil with chocolates. And how the girls are falling for such fools. Listen to me tonight. One reason why we, 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 we bend our knees and bow our knees and pray for the Holy Ghost is that we are clothed with sin, evil, and weak. we are weak. We are so weak. Forget about the chains we wear, the rings. It's just to cover up. We are, we are, we are, we are fragile. Ideally, we should all be wearing t-shirts. Fragile, handle with care. Fragile, handle with care. But we just go and do bodybuilding. We get muscles. We move around. Those who buy wigs are buying wigs. Those who are painting their face are painting their face. Those who are wearing push-up bra are wearing their push-up bra to hit the breast and pour it out to unsuspecting young men. Today, God is saying to you that we are devils. We are evil. We are, we are weak. 2 Timothy 1 7. I'm preaching. And listen to me, you newly born again believer, you are weak. You put there, you are the weakest. 2 Timothy 1 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. The spirit God gives us is the spirit of power. Power. Which doesn't come from eating good food. Which doesn't come from being a choleric. Which doesn't come from taking good decisions. It's the spirit of power. And this spirit of power, love and a sound mind are exactly what you need. The spirit of power will strengthen you. The Holy Spirit will make your mind work well because it is the spirit of a sound mind. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I like it very much. A sound mind. A sound mind is a mind Paul uses a word sober. A sound mind is a mind which is uninfluenced. 
and which is uninfluenceable. Kabakutaka. I said, a sound mind is a mind that is not under any influence. It's sound. It's not under the influence of alcohol, drugs, in, under the influence of happiness, beauty. I don't know what it is. A sound mind is a sound mind. And the, 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 the power to have a sound mind comes from the Holy Ghost. Today, there are many young men whose minds are not sound, who are not sober. Bible says, be sober, be vigilant. Sober means let your mind be clear. Like when a drunkard hasn't drunk for two days, oh, he's sober now, he's sober now. That is, he's not under the influence of alcohol. Yes. If you are a young man, you can be under the influence of the charm of a girl. Yes, if you, are, if you are a girl, you can be under the influence of the charm of a man with five five. A man with money. As we move around, there are things that want to influence us. There are devils, there are witches, there are demons, and there are human agents of demons. When you love your pastor, when you love your church, when you've been in church. Today I got a text message from, from a brother who has been in church for a very long time longest time he sent me a text today said he has taken a decision to move on as soon as i read it i knew that this guy has been has been has been infected with a virus i said be happy be happy with yourself move on i'm also moving on yeah we are all moving in him we move yeah yeah there, there are things that want to sway us from the path you are in church, you have a pastor, your pastor loves you, your pastor will pay any price to be with you, to comfort you, to pray for you, and then you come under another influence. You rise your feet and clap your hands and bind demonic influences now in your house. Pray! 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 Matura Baba Listen, listen, listen. Somebody at home, you may not know what, you may not understand what you are. We are praying and binding demonic influences. Yeah. Who, 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 which come and they take over your mind. When I read the text message, I, 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 I noticed that in a hundred years, I would never have expected to read a text from this brother. But I knew. I had I, already been having a feeling. I had already been having a feeling. So I sent him a text. I sent him a text. I said, is the Lord leading you on to do something? Or is that COVID which has taken you from church? And he sent me a nice, nice message. Well arranged. Well, well drafted English. So no, he's secretly they seem to move on. Then I knew this brother, what I've done for him, what I've done for him, the love I've shown him, shown his family, shown his wife, shown his child, shown he himself. Only the seduction of an evil spirit will be capable of taking him away. And he's not the only one. I also stand that chance. You also stand that chance. But thank God, we have power 
power. So we have power, power. to bind them. Jesus. I said to bind. Look, they are called seducing spirits. Seducing spirits. Sometimes it comes when you come into contact with somebody who hates your church, oh. who hates your pastor. Ah. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm praying. Uh, I'm preaching. I'm Preach. talking about weakness and sin. You, you wait. I'm going to read. When you, when you meet somebody who, who for a reason hates your church and is able to un, uh, undermine your faith and your convictions hey. and bring up, bring up accusations ah. against your pastor, against your church and you yourself, if you are weak if you are weak, you just buy it just buy it you marry your wife you are friends. Everything is nice. There's no problem. There's no problem. I mean, as in no problem. You go out and you meet a girl who just sweet talks you for three days. After three days, you resurrect as another being. Suddenly, you begin to find anything that is wrong. You can find it in your wife. You are preaching. Because you found something nice. You are preaching. What you don't know is that in a few years' time, you'll be coming and crawling on the, on the floor like a snake on your face. Ladies and gentlemen, there are seducing spirits. I said there are seducing That's why the Holy Ghost, when He comes, He comes, apart from the many things, power and so on, He gives us a sound mind. Oh, Jesus, help me. I said a sound mind. A mind incapable of being influenced to the left or to the right. A mind on course. A mind that is steadfast. A mind that is committed to God. Clap your hands and pray. I bind, bind seducing spirits. You can leave your church for no reason. You will leave your wife for no reason. You will run away from your husband for no reason. You will hate your pastor for no reason. Somebody who has only loved you. Sound mind. Pray. Pray. Otherwise, you'll be surprised. You will be surprised that you will find faults and mistakes in something you never saw till you met a devil. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. I'll take it again. I said, I'll take it again. The Holy Spirit will make your mind work well because it is the spirit of a sound mind. And your mind needs to work well. Yes, your mind needs to work, needs to work well towards your husband. You go and sit with your friend and chat about useless nonsense. Suddenly, your husband who has done nothing wrong to you, you see him as a some way man. 
because of the poison. That's why the Holy Ghost he comes to give you what a sound mind, a, sound mind. a sober mind, Jesus. a mind that 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 is above the storms and the waves and all the agitations of the enemy. Clap your hands again for a sound mind. Pray for a sound mind. Keep praying. Sound mind. Sound mind. Because you are clothed in weakness. You are weak. You are easily influenced. But the spirit gives you a solid mind. Pray. Matalababa. About your father, about your mother, about your pastor, about your church. Pray. Mashuta kola baba. Samonde rebosa. Kebiande basule. Ramama dasa tambolobo. Father, we thank you. Listen to this. You may be seated, please. I can ask you to stand up at any time. At any time. When I say stand up, you better stand up. Even though I didn't pay your rent, but you should stand up. Why? Because I said you should stand up. It is difficult to find a group of human beings who are not corrupt, weak, sinful, and evil. The scripture teaches us that when we die, listen to this one, when we die, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 42, when we die, we are sown in corruption, raised in corruption, sown in dishonor, raised in glory. We are sown in weakness and we are raised in power. What a vile fleshly garment we wear as human beings. I'm surprised you can be proud. Our corruption, our failings, our temptations, our desires, our negative tendencies, our distorted temperaments, our personality disorders, our deceptions, our carnality, our pride have left us almost incapable of doing any good. The Holy Spirit is the sweet power and presence of God that transforms our nothingness into something. Clap your hands for this book, Everything by Prayer. Thank you, Bishop. Number three. Number three. Maybe I'll be ending around this time. You must pray for the Holy Ghost so that you can have godly convictions. Say godly convictions. Say godly convictions. John 16 and verse number 7. If you can get it from the New American Standard Bible. John 1, 6 verse 7. And I read. But I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away. 
the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And he, watch it, he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you, are, and you no longer see me. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. Ladies and gentlemen, praying for the Holy Ghost is very important. Because we are convicted by his presence. One of the works of the Holy Spirit is to give you strong convictions. Listen to me carefully. Somebody in London is listening to me. One of the works of the Holy Spirit is to give you strong convictions. What are convictions? Convictions are beliefs and strong persuasions. Few believers have got strong persuasions. It was in Nigeria that I learned the phrase... He believes the belief. <laughs> yeah. You, 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 believe, you have to believe the belief. Look. Most of the Christian life, Christianity, you know, that's why it's sad that our churches are replete. Replete. With just empty Sunday morning churchgoers masquerading as born again Christians. The Christian life is governed by nothing apart from strong convictions. <laughs> Listen to me again. The Christian life, there is nothing about the Christian life that doesn't require strong convictions. Without strong convictions, you can't do much for God because we are, we, are, we are being constantly inundated with neutralizers. Things are fighting us. Things are preventing us. They, they are trying to prevent us from being holy. Listen, there is nothing in the world that enhances Christianity and spirituality. Nothing. Not education, not riches, not having a job, not marrying, not having children. The world is arranged in such a way that it is a fight to be a Christian. Yes, and to wage that war, you got to have convictions. You must have strong persuasion. If you want to preach, there are things that will come your way to prevent you from preaching. Yes, I almost didn't preach tonight. Almost didn't preach. Because I've got more powerful preachers. I don't even know why they allow me to preach. But I have a conviction. I said, I have a conviction that I have to preach. I remember some years ago, I, I, was, I was down with backache. My back was, I mean, I couldn't stand. In the house, I was walking like this. Moving like this. Then on Tuesday, I said, I'll go to church. 
I'll go to church. Con- say conviction. As I say conviction, and that conviction, it doesn't come from attending a front film school, or being a lawyer, or being a doctor, or being brought up by good parents. It's the Holy Ghost. Not only that, Sabbath starts started around 7 o'clock. I left my house at 5. I got to church around 6. Nobody was there. I asked someone to open the car and I began to crawl. I crawled on all fours. I then touched it. Convictions. I said, I will pray. I crawled. By the time the church members came to church, I was standing there waiting for them. They did worship. They did, I, I, I was waiting. I was standing there. They thought, oh, wow, today, pastor is very, it's like he's on fire. There was no fire. There was no fire. There was a conviction that I will not allow the pain to keep me from preaching. Oh, and that night, I preached. May you also preach. May you also live for God. May you also build God's kingdom. And I'm saying that anything you want to do, read your Bible, I tell you, there's WhatsApp to prevent you. There's Facebook to prevent you. There's TikTok to prevent you. There's Instagram to prevent you. You want to pray? My friend, there are series to prevent you. Anything you need to do in Christ comes from convictions. Without conviction, you can't stay with one wife. What are you talking about? Men who are into beauty and beasts. Beauty and beasts. Abba. I think your wife is the most beautiful. Ghana's most beautiful. Even Ghana's most beautiful, every year they change. <laughs> I said, if Ghana's most beautiful changes every year, then your wife you married 16 years ago. She's a grandma now. But it is a conviction. Oh, I feel like preaching tonight. I said, I'm ex- I said it's a conviction that makes you stay. I said, you stay. If you don't have it, if you don't have it, you are going to marry, you are marrying a man because he gave you chocolates. You have not asked whether he has paid tithes before. What does he do in church? Chocolate. I didn't know you were that cheap. Chocolate. You, you will see something. You, you, you. If you find a Christian who has been a successful Christian for five years, you must clap for him. Because he's a woman. She's a woman. He's a man of convictions. You need convictions to pay tithes. Hey. Hey. To pay tithes. You give me 500 Ghana cities. I must take 50 Ghana cities as tithes. I need something more than just love for Jesus. I said, I need something more than just love for Jesus. So many of you, some of you, even the wig you are wearing. Uh, oh, sorry. You are told you have removed it. I can see you. You have removed the wig. The wig hanging in your room. It, it's tight money you used to buy. 
I'm sure even in the church right now, some of the singers who came to sing, somebody's wig or shoe came from a tight. Look, you need conviction. It's, 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 it's called a strong persuasion that I must pray. I must go and fast. I must go and wait on God. I mean, a conviction and a persuasion can, can withstand any onslaught. Without it, you are down. Because you will never lack opposition. I said you will never lack opposition. You will never lack discouragement. You will never lack, lack, lack neutralizers. The things that want to disturb you, plenty. But when they come, the harder they come, I said the harder they come, the harder they fall. Because they come and smash against an embankment of convictions. I said an embankment of convictions. I pray for you today that there will be more to you than school education. There will be more to you than decision taking. There will be more to you than good upbringing. There will be more to you than just being a nice brother. Receive convictions. We Christians are people who do not have strong convictions about God, about church, about anything. There are people who want to, they hear just that, that they've left the church. No matter what the pastor has done for them, just that, that, and they combine it and times it by three. Because they lack, they were around without convictions. And it's not by being called Peter. Peter, then Peter, Peter means a rock. They, they can call you a rock, but a small girl will flow you. It's not about your name you are being called or your title. See, they, names like Peter, names like Reverend, names like Bishop, names like Center Leader. But Center Leader, I don't want to mention it, but Center Leader. But Center Leader. It's not name so. It is what is inside of you. If you don't have it, you will never stay. You, 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 there are brothers who will propose to Emilia next three months, he's with comfort. From comfort, he'll go to see Connie. He doesn't even know that. See Connie is the same as comfort. <laughs> the next day, I think he, he, he wants traditional names. So we we'll choose Mamiya, then from Mamiya, Nanaya, then Mamisewa, then, then, then when he's tired of the tree one, then he go to Akwene, then he go to Enam, then he go to Sefako, and he go to Agbemebiase, then Agbemebiade, then Agbelewobe. And it's like he cannot remain with one thing. But ladies and gentlemen, I pray for you tonight that strong persuasions will kick you to stay in one place. Strong. Not that you are what? Benihin? T.D. Jakes? Benihin can start his church in the next church. I'll be here. But some of you, if T.D. Jakes comes to build an ultra modern heaven paradise next door, you'll be there because you are cheap. You watch. Convictions make you very valuable. Anybody who has you values you because you it's not because you don't know what like, like 
you've not been hurt before or you have not been made unhappy before or you've not no you've, you've gone uh, but there's something in you make me feel like preaching tonight many weak Christians don't have strong convictions about serving God that's why you can have a, 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 a center leader if he fails his exam and he has to go and do research, then he stops attending center services. That's finished. You see a sister singing nicely, her beloved leaves her, then we can't find her. I know cholerics, cholerics, who they say should be the ones who are doing everything. We can't find them. We can't find them. Such people don't have strong beliefs about the importance of fellowship. Their lack of conviction is what makes them weak. I'll take it again. Let me underline it. Beautiful. Can you clap your hands for this statement? So, so, so from this, when you meet somebody who is a weak Christian, it means the person does not have convictions. Their lack of conviction is what makes them weak. One of the strong, one of the things the Holy Spirit does is to give you strong convictions. You must have convictions about giving yourself to Christ. Otherwise, you'll be with Jesus and be with Foster. You'll be in church and be in a nightclub. You'll be in an evening service and also be in a pub. You must have convictions about working in the ministry. You must have convictions about God's guidance in every area of your life. Today, listen to this, and I'm ending now. Lots of Christians walk about claiming to know Jesus Christ. If they really have strong convictions about the things they claim to believe, this world will be different. I'll take it again. Today, lots of Christians walk about claiming to know Jesus Christ. If they really had strong convictions about the things they claim to believe, this world would be different. The lack of the Holy Spirit is what leads to a lack of conviction. I'll take it again. The lack of the Holy Spirit is what leads to a lack of conviction. More prayer for the Holy Spirit will lead to more conviction. Tonight, tonight, I want to give you just one final reason why you must pray for the Holy Spirit. And it is this, number four. The next week we'll continue. We have about four more or three more. You must pray for the Holy Spirit so that you bear the fruits of the Spirit. Say the fruits. Galatians 5, 22. Galatians 5, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. Can you clap your hands? As you receive, listen to this as I end. As you receive the Holy Spirit through your prayers, 
love, joy, peace, gentleness will become your second nature. The Holy Spirit comes along with fruits. When you meet someone who cannot bear the fruit of meekness, long-suffering, a lot of Christians are short-suffering and they take it to marriage. What they don't know is that marriage cannot accommodate short-suffering because marriage is full of nonsense. When you meet somebody who has been married for one year, Give him a certificate. Because he has withstood. So when you meet someone who has been married for 10 years, he should be the president of the country. Yes. Yes. A woman who has been with a man for five years needs a citation. <laughs> the Holy Ghost is the only known source of long suffering joy i said joy i said joy joy that nothing can take away i said joy that no man can take it away joy that no man can take away because no man gave it to you and no man can take it away it came from the holy ghost when you have joy, no matter the happenings around you, you are serving God with excitement. They will ask, are you not the one who has lost your job? You just tell the person, I got joy. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, when he is coming, he comes with fruits. Everyone enjoys you. Do you know how we all go to Guava trees, mango trees. What are some of the fruits? Orange. What? Fish. Cashew nuts is a fruit. Mango. Big papa. People come to you, you draw people to you. My sister. Perhaps if you could develop the spirit and bear fruit, beloved will come and pluck. Help me, Jesus. As our beloved will come, they will see it. They will see that. No, no, no. There are things hanging on this sister. Help me, Lord. Receive the fruits. Everyone will enjoy you more. Your weakness, watch this your weakness and deficiencies will be covered by the spirit of God and his fruit. How many of you know that you've got things that must be covered? Yeah, you've got things, things. You know, have you heard the phrase, her things have come? Yeah, his things have come. Ladies and gentlemen, the day your things come, may the Holy Ghost be there to eclipse your things. May the Holy Ghost be there to mask your things. He is the one who comes to cover your defects. Cover your handicaps. Cover your deficiencies. Cover your, 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 your voids. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The fruit of the Spirit is the result of the, watch this one, the long-term presence of the Holy Spirit. I had a meeting with a brother and I told him that he's not spiritual. Now, when I left him, 
when he left my presence, because of my love for him, I began to ask God, how can I get this brother to be spiritual? Because if he can be spiritual, a lot of things will go well with him. Then the Holy Ghost told me, clearly, and I'm happy I'm seeing it, he said, there is nothing like overnight spirituality. And he asked me, you yourself, did you just get to where you are? Anybody who is spiritual, and I'm surprised I'm sitting here, long term. You see, you, would have, you should have practiced the spirit. There's something called practicing the spirit. Practicing his empowerment. Practicing his presence. Practicing his fruits. You should have practiced the spirit for years. You can't just read Galatians 5.23 fast for two days and when you are descending, you think you are spiritual. You live it and live it and live it. Practice it. You fail. You fall. You rise again. You continue. You attempt it. You try. You press. Say long term. Oh, and ladies and gentlemen, it's enough for me to tell you that you can start right now. Yes. You can start right now. Wherever you are, you can start right now. If you can start tonight to be spiritual, obeying the word of God, living the word of God, fearing God, fearing the word of God, fearing the presence of God, walking with God, being conscious of sin. If you can do this from today, I tell you, in three years time, they may use the word spiritual. But you can't just go to the mountains and go and fast and come tomorrow afternoon and you see, you, you, your eyes are red. With, it's red with hunger. It's not it's hunger that your eyes are red. I'll, I'll take it again as I end. The fruit of the Spirit, which is what? Love. Joy. Peace. Peace. One sister told me, she said, I like it when I quarrel with my husband. And the husband is a peaceful brother. He said, when, when the house is quiet, I, I, I enjoy him. I like his responses. And I said to myself, I'm happy I didn't meet you. Love. Joy. Peace. When I say love, you say love. Love. Joy. Peace. Long-suffering. Gentleness. Goodness. Goodness. Being good. Say goodness. Faith. Meekness. Temperance. The fruit, this fruit of the Spirit is the result of the long-term presence. Of the Holy Spirit. Think about the weakness, the dishonor, and the corruption that is in human beings. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, you will begin to exhibit beautiful characteristics that do not come from your earthly family, from your old boys' school, from your old girls' association, but from the Spirit of God and from God Himself. 
Stand to your feet tonight and lift up your two hands and ask the Lord, Father, fill me with something new tonight. Lift your hands. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench. Come and quench the stressing of my soul. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole. Lift your hands, fill my cup, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me like the woman of the world. Like the woman of the world I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. But then I had my Savior speaking, draw from the world.
Lift your hands, everyone, and say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for this word. I thank you for this word. I pray tonight. I pray tonight that my walk with you, that my walk with you, will be unique. Will be unique. Will be strong. Will be strong. Will be empowered. Will be empowered by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Everyone now who is not sure of your salvation, you are not born again. You are not sure where you would go if you were if you are to die tonight. Where would be your destination, my dear sister? Where would be your destination, my dear brother? Maybe somebody invited you to join the service. I want to pray for you right now to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and as your personal Savior. Say after me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today, today I come to you. I come to you. I realize I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I need your salvation. I need your salvation. I need my sins to be washed. My sins to be Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Wash me. Make me new. Make me new. Make me your child. Make me your child. From today. From today. I declare. I declare that I am born again. I am born again. I'm your child. I'm your child. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For the salvation. Salvation. I will walk with you. I will walk with and you. I will serve you. And I will serve you all the days of my all life. All the days of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.